Yo, yo, you're on with Nathan. <laughs> and we're back. We are live with Nathan and McCarty. Uh, I'm the one speaking is McCarty. The other person that you're going to hear from is Nathan, uh, also known as Nate. His real name is Nathaniel. It's a real problem at airports. Um, we are doing the first of all podcast. Uh, we do this every Thursday. We appreciate you guys joining. Um, this is what we call the intro. And uh, usually it's one of us just rambling on until we figure out a stopping point, uh, which is coming up pretty soon. But I do want to remind you guys that we have a Facebook page. That's the best way to get connected to our community. So just like and share everything that you see on there. Uh, that's where we post episodes too. Um, so we are going to hop right into it. So McCarty, I was thinking the other day. And you I were just, thinking, man. Good for I you, was, dude. I was, and I, I try to do that more and more as I get older. But I was thinking, you know what the most slept-on topic is? Uh, wing stop. Wings. No, well that that is a big one. But the most slept-on topic, I think, is beds. Well. You do have a point there. We do tend to sleep on those most nights. It was a poor joke. I was just, I was thinking the other day, because my wife really wants a guest room, and right now our guest room is technically, I guess you would call like my... A laundry room. Is what it is. Okay, it's a game room, all right? There's a little bit of it is laundry. But I was thinking about the other day that she wanted to get a, a guest bed in here for our guest bedroom, so when guests come and stay that they can sleep on a bed. And my argument is that we have a futon that folds down in here. McCarty, you yourself have slept on it. And it's it's comfortable, isn't it? Who's asking? Like, are you asking or is Jess asking? I'm asking if you right now, if this futon that you've slept on is comfortable. No, absolutely not. The futon is horrible. Okay, you're wrong. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of uh, futons. Um, Jess and I have a king-size bed. Which is that means if you start at one end and you roll over three full times, you still won't you might hit the be out the door. No, you still <laughs> you won't just end up in the street somehow. Okay. Anyway, so the the thing that's always got me, McCarty, is you have always pretty much slept on a twin bed. <laughs> that's true, actually. So, well, actually, when I was growing up, you you mentioned the futon. When I was growing up, um in tennessee we all had our own rooms which i don't mean that as a weird flex but i will say one older one younger both of their rooms were bigger than mine uh who's surprised not me uh and i didn't have a real bed either i had i slept on a futon for probably like 12 years of my life i don't know what i slept on like kindergarten and before but basically in kindergarten on until through high school I slept on a futon and I didn't even know for like probably nine or 10 of those years. Like my parents are just like, yeah, that's your bed. And like I, futons like are, are kind of unstable sometimes because they also are couches. So we had to put this uh, crate underneath the bed to keep it level because if you rolled over too fast, it would just tip over. And I learned that. So I had to put this crate under there so it would never do that. So I, I sympathize with futons, but I got to be honest, man. I've slept on that futon in your house many times. It, you can feel like the spine of 
this futon, you can feel it like digging a hole through your back. Yeah. And I can, I mean, I can see how the futon is not the nicest in the world, but it's like, do I care enough about somebody to spend $400, you know, minimum, probably, probably way more than that on a bed for them to sleep here. It's like, no, you know, I'd rather come sleep on this futon and they sleep on my bed. Anyway, the whole, the whole thing that I was trying to say was it got me thinking about beds. Okay. And I was thinking about bed sizes and I have never understood just like many things in the English language, why we went with a, a twin bed, which ends up being a bed for one single person. Um, you know, twin historically, you think of uh, two people. Two people. Um, so they yeah. named the smallest bed the twin. The next one up is a full, and I don't know full what, because then they made a bigger <laughs> one. So clearly it's not as full as it could be. Um, and then they got ki- queen and king. And I like where they were going with queen and king. It's kind of luxury you know it's it's bigger you feel like you're royalty um a little bit more because you got more space um but i don't understand why they went twin full neither no, they don't have anything to do with each other and then queen and king and that makes sense there's a progression there i don't know why it wasn't like you know if we were going royal with it why it wasn't like the prince and then like uh, i don't know the smallest mm-hmm. beds the the jester the jester or something i just don't get why first of all twin doesn't make any sense there's there's one one person can fit on that bed even though you fit two before but that is not for this podcast. <laughs> um, and then there's the full and I just I I get lost in the progression of it. And then out of nowhere there is something that you can sit on and sleep on and they call it a futon. Yeah, futon. I, yeah, I don't even know what that word means. You also like you have the California king, which is bigger than a king, and it's like they did. I did it start in California. Do they only make them in California? You know, is it like? Like certain type of alcohols or wine is made in certain areas, so it's named after that. Like, what's the deal with why? We, why does California get some sort of name monopoly over those bigger king size bed? But that's true. I've never thought about that. I think the twin is called that because I'm I'm going way out here on this one, but I swear I've heard this before. But you put like two of them in one room, you know, for like a brother and sister, or like my granddad used to have one a room in his house that had three twin beds or two i can't remember three or two and it was always like me and my cousin slept in there and it was like the exact same bed but they were on the opposite sides of the room so you may feel like you had your own bed or your own room but you really didn't um and i didn't answer your question earlier you said i slept on a twin a lot that's true when i moved to college all the beds are twin xls and the xl is a joke like it's not that much longer to like really make a difference and they're still like very narrow. It's like sleeping on a cot with like a little bit of extra leg room. Um, so I slept on that for like four years straight and I got really used to it. Now I do have a full bed, which already makes me feel like royalty compared to a twin bed. Um, and I don't know why it's called full either because there's nothing like full about it at all. It's just bigger. So uh, you make a good point, man. I don't have any answers for you. I'm sure. I'm very sure that somebody will text me or post on the Facebook page answering our question because they always do, but I don't know. Well, if they're posting, go ahead and post the name that I can't think of. There's also a bed now floating around Facebook that fits 10 people in it. A water bed. No, it's a, I think I want to say it's California executive. That's what I thought it was called. uh, But I could be way off. Why would you need that? I mean, who's, who's doing that? I think families that are sleeping together. Yeah, maybe that's true. Or sleepovers. Sleepovers, that's a good one. Dogs, pets. True. Um, speaking of that, some bet some pets have better beds than I'll ever have, which is annoying. Um, 
people are taking way too good care of their pets these they days. Um, I, so, Nate, I was in, I told you I was in uh, Minneapolis over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? It was fine. Um, it was like a bunch of work stuff that I'm not going to get into, but it's definitely the cold hell. Like, no one's denying that. It wasn't, I actually enjoyed being in the cold again because it's been a long time since I've been in like real cold. Uh, when me and Nate lived together in Indiana, like it gets really cold there and snows way too much. Um, so I like was happy to see snow again and like to be in the cold, but it's like gray, just all that you never even see the sun. It's just always gray there, which is pretty depressing. Uh, but something I noticed the Minneapolis airport is huge for some reason. I don't know who's flying to Minneapolis or if it's like some sort of connector between us and Canada or something, but that the airport is huge. And one thing they have at this airport in multiple locations is like information desk, which is not uncommon. A lot of airports have that. And I don't know who ever has a question and needs to go to the information desk because airports are pretty self-explanatory. Even if you've never been to the airport, like just look at your ticket for most of the information. It's, it's pretty easy to do. Also, just like follow the person in front of you. They're probably going somewhere close to you. Anyway, these information desks that all the everybody that worked at the information desk was the oldest people I've ever seen. The 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 top ten oldest people in America were working at the Minneapolis airport, and they were volunteering. It had they had like little green vest on that said volunteers at the airport or something. It's like some organization, and they just take shifts and volunteer at the information desk at the airport. Now, let me say. There's nothing wrong with volunteering. Okay, me and Nate did it for a long time with with Young Life. He's probably done it in like food pantries and at church or whatever. I've done it many times in my life too. Nothing wrong with volunteering. But there are way better causes to volunteer for than the information desk at the airport. And I understand that those old people probably can't contribute much when it comes to volunteering. Like they can't move that well and they're just their physical ability has deteriorated. So maybe like sitting at an information desk is like basically the only thing they can do. So that, there might be some validity to that. But it's like every other airport in America is paying those people like minimum wage and no one is approaching the information desk, really. Especially now that they got the little kiosk touchpad things that can tell you wherever you want to go. So it was just like so bizarre to see. And they're like everywhere. <laughs> just like, I don't get it, dude. I saw one time the only thing I ever saw them do and I spent a lot of time at the airport because we had a super late flight on Monday and we had to check out of our hotel at 11. So I needed Wi-Fi to do some work. And so I had to go to the airport at like 10 in the morning. So I was there a long time. And I watched somebody like spill a drink or something in the middle of like a walkway. And the information desk volunteer like called the janitor or whatever. I was like, maybe that's their role. It's like no one wants to sit there and like wait on that stuff to happen, but those people are content doing it. But it was bizarre to see these like the most elderly people just sit at an information desk for no reason. I don't mind. Like when I'm older, I'm sure, you know, when, you, when you're out of uh, when you're retired and you probably don't really need the money, you can go do it. But I, I mean, that's a that's a job that I'd want to be paid for. And I'm sure, McCarty, if you've ever talked to one of these volunteers, they're probably nicer than anybody in that airport. Oh my God. Yeah. They look like they're having a blast. You know, they just love Yeah, it. We need more of that, but also I, I mean, pay them if they're going to be the best, pay them. 
it can't be. I mean, the Air Force is clearly doing fine. It's brand new. I mean, everything looks brand new, but it's just so crazy to me that, that I've never seen anybody volunteer for such a mundane job in my it's life. Like a, it's like a greeter. It's like at a grocery store. Yeah, the, those people are always they live for too. it. They definitely do. Um, also, the coronavirus is going around. Nate, are you familiar? Yeah, I am. So I, I don't, I read the the news, so I know that it's happening. And they keep saying like this new pneumonia like disease or sickness. I was like, what do you mean new? We just have seen it. I don't get like what's the new part. Somebody should explain that. If if diseases are just now coming out. We got a serious problem. They're they're coming out ra- like new iPhones in the similar way. That's that's a real problem that has me a little bit fearful. But what I what I the reason I brought that up is uh, is now spread to the U.S. It started in China and now it's it's spread to the U.S. Uh, through airports, which naturally is how diseases would get from China to here. Um, so a bunch of my colleagues and the guys on our team. Uh, we're like real nervous about it and went to Target to get mask, like those things you put over your face. Um, see a lot of people like in airports with them or like in New York City. Uh, and Target was actually sold out. So and then they like went in the back and found more. Um, but it's just like crazy to me that people wanted to wear the mask. Not like I don't I understand the concept of it. And it's OK to like try to be a little cautious about it. But I truthfully believe that this disease, if you were going to get it, whether you have the mask on or not, you're you're going to get it. It's just like the way the world works and the luck of the draw, because that mask is not fully protective of your whole body. And you're going to slip up and take it off is going to get annoying. And you're in an airplane like you're in a tube that's using recycled air over and over and over. Like it's just not it's unavoidable to me. So they like spend all this time getting these mask and then once somebody at the cvs or something was like you should get vitamin c pill, uh, cough drop things that'll help too so like i took one of those but that's because i needed some kind of candy for my ears but it's just like funny to me that people think those masks are actually going to do anything when i truly believe like if whether you have the mask on or not if you came in contact with that virus you would get it that's why i try not to mess with with diseases at all i try to avoid them um, in any way I can. I don't get... Nate, that's not revolutionary. We're all trying right, to Right, right, but I try to avoid them. And I just, I don't get that... And I, I understand that there's a science or whatever, chemistry, uh, whatever, behind a disease formulating. I just, you know, I don't I don't like that one day it's not there and the next day, like, people are dying from it. I don't... Like, is there really, with all our in, ingenuity, there's really nothing that we could do yet to just be like, that that one's not going to start. Well, also, like, I don't get how you go to the doctor and you're like, I'm feeling kind of, I feel like it's pneumonia. Can you guys check me out for pneumonia? And then they look at it and they're like, it's not pneumonia, but it's like that. But we've also never seen it. It's like, what do you mean you've never seen it? We're paying you a lot of money to be a doctor and figure this stuff out. And you're saying you've never seen this. How many years of doctor school did you go to? Because they go for a long time. Well, I think that's where you. I just don't like the idea of them, like somebody somewhere is just getting new diseases. I don't like that. I think that's where you can appreciate, though, the people that did go to school for it. Because, like, they're literally finding things that have never been discussed. Like, it's a discovery, essentially. 
Like they're finding a new. You think it's harder to, to discover something new than like to go to all those years of school and then be able to recognize something? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, we were talking about doctors the other day and you go in there and they're like, you know, they're type they're probably typing it into WebMD. I'm just kidding, doctors. Don't I'm, you're not doing that. I know you're not. But I'm not kidding, bro. Sometimes it feels I think like they are. that. Yeah, it feels like that and they're just like, We don't know, you know. Uh, but then like one day they're just like, This is a this is a new disease and you're like, Oh, okay, cool. You, you know, you found it. It's not cool, first of all. Um I I know this is like a small thing, but I think it needs to be talked about. Uh <laughs> I see this with uh, not like real old people because real old people don't really use phones. And if they do have a phone, it's like a flip phone. Uh, but I saw this with um, one of our players' parents who were like middle-aged, you know, like maybe 40 something. Um, and their font size on their phones was larger. And I always laugh like out loud when I see that. Not because it's like a, a bad thing or I don't understand it, it's just funny to see it. It just looks funny to me because I'm so used to like normal sized font on my phone. But the other thing is I couldn't even tell you how to do it. I've never like checked or never investigated how you might go about changing the font on your phone. And it's funny how changing the font just makes your whole phone look like first stage, like real old phone when like nothing changed. It's just your font. If, but it makes it look so simplistic and like just like what an old people person would use. Nate, have you ever, do you know how to change the font? I've never like looked into it. I'm sure it's like a setting that we just, you know, we, we skip over. Um, and I think we had someone come in our house the other day and this is kind of a similar situation, except not electronic, but they were like, you know, starting not, not to be able to read this, uh, this Bible. Uh, do you guys have one with the really large print? And I was like, you know, somebody makes those. Somebody does make those, bro. And the Bible's really long already, but I can only imagine how many pages oh, that would goodness. be. Uh, that was, it was just like a random note that I noted. I also saw somebody in the same weekend that changed the – so the font size is one thing, but then they also changed the font to like a different font, and it was like hard to read. And I was like, that seems like a little – I don't know why you would do that. That seems a little – I don't extra. think we should take that step yet to, to moving into – changing our font i don't think we're ready for that i think we're kind of just you know the smartphones are a good idea and we're, we're learning a lot from them but i think you know apple uh samsung i don't know who the heck makes your phone motorola motorola uh, i just think we should we should stick to what they know and it's a good font yeah and it's like let's get over the coronavirus you know let's just like figure that stuff out before we start right. changing and font. speaking of the coronavirus did you see that uh it's a joke going around uh that you can you know, beer is good for you not getting the virus. Um, no, I didn't see that, but I will not be partaking. Well, I picture this that. meme, okay? It says beer is good to save you from the coronavirus, and the meme is a guy drinking a corona. Uh, right? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's it good humor good. there. See, that's why I love the internet. Like, there's a lot of bad stuff on it for sure, but uh. The funniest people in the world are on the internet. Oh, absolutely. Sure. So I went to the dentist yesterday or uh, two days ago, and uh, I haven't been to the dentist in three years. Now, let's just throw away that instant gasp that all you guys had because you're being hypocritical. 
No one actually goes to the dentist every six months. If they do, it's because their parents are still paying for it. If you are on your own insurance and you're around me and Nate's age, you're not going to the dentist that often. And one is because it costs money and you don't really want to do it anyway. And two is because the dentist, it's like an exclusive thing with all dentists is that they never, ever, ever have anything good to say. It would be like working for Verizon, the customer service, like who's calling Verizon and telling them how great their phone works today? No one. Okay. Then you go to the dentist and the dentist never tells you that your teeth are just perfect. You know, you have great teeth, nothing wrong. We're just going to clean them. You'll be in and out 20 minutes and then you can go. Never that. They always want to do some kind of x-ray and they put the weird vest thing over you like it's going to puncture your heart or something. And they always want to give you like the foam stuff or like some kind of weird wax that goes over your teeth and you can't eat for like the next four hours. It's just, it's never simple. And that's why I don't go. So I've been paying for dental insurance for three years and I never used it until two days ago. And ironically, my dentist was right next door to my apartment, which is like a pretty good incentive to go. And my insurance like covers everything I need to do on a first visit. But they took too long, bro. They had to take like pictures they had to do this kind of x-ray and this thing. And they had to like get the dentist in there to look at my teeth because I'm a first time customer. It's like all this stuff. And the whole time I'm just thinking, this is why I don't come right here. And then on top of that, bro, on top of that, my teeth were actually really good. They actually did say that. And we're like, you, I, it's crazy. You haven't been to the dentist in three years, but like you have no cavities. You had some buildup on your bottom teeth. But that's because I'm building the bottom teeth are crooked. And they're like, we can clean that easy. And like, your gums are fine. And I was like, I don't, internally, I was like, I don't even floss. So, you know, I'm not tripping about that. And they're like, actually, this is amazing that your teeth are this good after three years. And I was like, you just proved my point. I don't even need to come. You don't do anything for me. Everything that I'm supposed to do to keep my teeth healthy. I don't. So I definitely don't need to go back in six months. Now call me crazy. But apparently, I've mastered the dentist. I don't need to do it. Well, I, I have very similar experiences going to the dentist, and I really think that I could, I could go a very long time without needing to see one. Um, they, you know, I, I do get told that sometimes. I have wisdom teeth coming in. They say they're coming in just fine. Like it's not going to mess anything up. Um, the thing I hate the most about the dentist is keeping my mouth open, and um, that all of their tools have to be like stainless steel and very sharp. I don't, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's unwelcoming and I have a tough time with it. Now, Jess went yesterday. She had to get some stuff done at the dentist. She went yesterday and they have this new thing, I guess. I've never had it. I'd prefer to have it. Um, cause you know, when your mouth's open that long and they're doing stuff like you have to like swallow in the back of your throat kind of thing. Like you can't just do a normal swallow cause they got a tool shoved mm -hmm. down your throat. Jess had this thing that they put in there and you know, that tube that sucks your spit out. They yeah. had this like tube, they had that same tube like embedded in this device that went over your gums or, or something and it kept your mouth open at the same time that thing was mm. attached in there and uh, just sucking the spit out. I don't know if I'd like that, bro. I, I like having the luxury of like when they get out of my mouth, I can close my mouth, you know. I Here's the thing. I have lazy eyelids. It's a, it's a very real problem 
and it's look it up, bro. It's a real sickness and I live with it. I'm a survivor and every day I have to deal with it. But I also can't open my mouth that wide either. And I don't know why that is, but constantly the dentist, one time I went to get my, uh, uh, what is it? Passport picture taken. And the woman told me to open my eyes wider. Okay. So it's a very real problem. And the dentist yesterday kept telling me to open my mouth wider. And the, the reality is I can't go any wider. It's already open as far as I can go, which apparently is frustrating to that dentist. We got it. We made it through. We persevered. And I'm a survivor of that as well. But I think that I like the idea of being able to close my mouth when their tools are not digging around in there. And I agree, like their, their tools are always, they always sound bad. Like put a muffler on those things. Like I don't want to hear the drill that you're using, whatever the heck you're using. And the little picks that they use. It's like I know that you're intentionally stabbing me in the gum. You don't have to go down that far. It just hurts. And all you want to do is tell me that I don't floss enough. So you have to make me bleed to prove your point. So I've, I've already figured that out. And then one time she was flossing. And like I said, my bottom teeth are jagged. I don't hide from that. And the floss, she couldn't get it out. Like she stuck it down in there in between two teeth and couldn't pull it out. And she's like, wow, this is really tight. And I was like, well, that's why I don't floss. So stop doing it. I'm just, I'm so right about it. That was what was frustrating. And you know what? Time. As they should be, they're, they're some of the, uh, the greatest the fastest, the most efficient flossers that I've ever seen. They, you know, they just whip off a strand of that. And they know exactly how long they want it to be. And they're just, they're down up, down up, you know, all the way through fastest I've ever seen for every single tooth. Um, but I just, I, I have heard differing opinions on flossing and I have never had a cavity. I've never had a problem. They've never, you know, they've never really said anything about it. So like, I just think that there's with flossing, I think we could do some more research and really, really consider what what's going on i saw this thing they were selling that did it's called a water flosser which i think is what you can you can tell what that thing does but it's just like if i feel like we got, we're moving like you said we're slowly moving away from it it just doesn't seem necessary like the the most flossing i need to do is a toothpick and that's when i get something stuck in between my teeth which does happen quite often but i can get it out with a toothpick and then i move on with my day I don't, I just don't ever feel the need to floss. I don't see the point in it. It's also way easier for someone else to do it in your mouth when you're laying down than for you to do it yourself. That's a fact. So enough, enough about flossing. Have you ever seen that, that floss that you get that's got like two strands and like one's white and one, like it's blue and white. It's like one, it's total Uh one strand, but it's blue and white. And it's a, it's a flavor. The blue is like a, like a nice mint flavor. I like to floss with that. Mm. If I would floss, I would floss with that. It's a nice, nice after uh, taste. Not so much. You don't like to floss, but aftertaste. Oaky afterbirth. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the flavor thing. This is the last thing I'll say before we wrap up. Wrap up. But I told the woman, the uh, dental hygienist, that uh, she was like cleaning my teeth, which that part they do really fast now, and I appreciate that. Um, but I don't even know what the flavor was. They're all gross. And they all, they're like, this one's a blueberry and this one's bubblegum. It's like, they all taste the same. So stop telling me that they all taste horrible and they all taste the same. So don't tell me they're different flavors. But I'm like, dude, we have, we know everything there is to know about our universe and galaxy. And the same technology that we use to send somebody to the phone, we now have, or to the moon, 
we now have in an iPhone in our hand and they can't make the freaking flavors of the, of the dentist stuff. They can't make it taste good I, or just make it taste like nothing. Like where is the technology falling behind on the toothpaste that the dentist use? Cause my toothpaste at home is actually decent. I mean, I'm not like eating it or swallowing it, but it at least is not so unpleasant that I can't wait to spit my whole teeth, my whole gums out when I'm getting my teeth clean. It just, that, that is mind blowing that that of all things has not been fixed. You talk about that technology that whatever Jess did, I don't even really understand it, but it sounds amazing. And they can't fix the toothpaste flavors. That that makes. I think no it's sense. priorities, man. I mean, it's like, do we cure the coronavirus or do we do we fix the the flavors at the dentist? And okay, the coronavirus has only been around for a little bit. Well, we should cure it or like stop it because I'm not really trying to get pneumonia like right. sickness. Um, Nate, feel free to wrap. All right, this hey up, guys, man. thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today on the first of all podcast. Um, if you hated anything that we said, if you uh, disagree, or you, you wouldn't be, be the first. first. But if if uh, you can tell us some of the things that we we're having questions about, and you know, just throw it on the Facebook page. You can even make fun of us. Like, we, we, yeah, we, we would we would welcome being made fun of, and not like not like because we like being made fun of, but just because we don't care. What do you think? Um, so just go ahead and throw it on there, and uh, we'll see you next week at this same, probably close to the same time. And I'm, um, we're at, you know, 29 minutes and 40 seconds and 30, 30 minutes sounds like a good wrapping point, but I just don't have much left to say. So you guys probably don't need to listen anymore. Well, all right then. That's it. it. We'll, We'll see you next week.